podcast powered by our radio it is everybody's favorite author here ashley antoinette welcome to episode four i am here with my chicas miss b and hey Chloe hey C. hey and i'm just tired y'all i'm motherfucking tired too y'all <laughs> <laughs> this is uh episode four there was a little bit delay in getting this episode out i was just busy shit I had shit to do. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I um I had to go to L.A. We did the trip to L.A. to meet with the producers and the studios and the networks for TV shows, Woo-hoo! which was amazing. Yeah. Two weeks. We need some um a soundboard. Can we get a round of applause right there for Ashley and the Pavis right now? <laughs> we need a soundboard. Can you throw that in right, right here? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was like, I have not worked that hard in 10 years. Like, I had to get up every day. I had to get dressed every day. I had to put on makeup every day. So you were like a, a real person. I was. <laughs> like, I had to speak to people I didn't know every day. Oh, like, yeah. it was like two weeks of being on. Like, have you ever just had to be on, like, put your professional face on every single... Well, yeah, y'all do, because y'all work, but whatever. Right. <laughs> It's hard. Like, I, I'm used to kicking the shit with y'all. Like, I'm going into offices like, hi, I'm Ashley Antoinette. Like, yeah. and I have written such and such books. Like, I was just on. It was exhausting. It's a blessing, though. It'll, it'll pay off. Ugh, it was exhausting, though. It will pay <laughs> I'm used to writing books in pajamas while binging on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, that was new. But it's, it's dope. We got some dope stuff happening in L.A., so... I don't know. It's just, it's a whirlwind. Big things. Yeah. What can I say? Major keys. Major uh, keys over here. <laughs> They're up to something. <laughs> then we couldn't come back to the podcast because we took our kids to Orlando, to Disney World, mm-hmm. which was an amazing trip, but it was fucking blazing down there. Oh my, listen. That Orlando heat is something special. It's a different hey, heat. Oh it kind of make you retarded for a little bit. <laughs> <minute. laughs> It do. Like, you step out into it, and it just bitch smack you in the face. I'm mad I missed that trip. I love the heat, so I probably would have been in the water the whole time, I thought I loved the heat until Orlando. Yeah. Really? Because I love Vegas. I would want to move to Vegas if I had it my way. But that Orlando... Was it like the Miami heat, or was it different? It was worse. It was worse than Miami heat. Yeah. It was worse. Well, Miami Miami is by the water, so you have that nice, salty breeze blowing in. It reminds you, like, I'm on vacation. We was at fucking amusement park (laughs) with four through, what, nine-year-olds. And there was no salty breeze. And there was no salty, there was salty sweat, (laughs) right? So it was just hot. It was just miserable, but our babies had fun, so that's that's what's important. We was on our parenthood flow. Right. Good parent flow. Right. No, no bum bitches in this circle. <laughs> Shut your I'm not ass that type up. of parent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to get into tea time. Uh, what's been happening? What's the lo- the latest celebrity tea? So what's let's been talk going about on? how Rich Homie fucked up Biggie's lyrics. Uh, wait. Stone him. Wait, I what was it? It was the VH1 Hip Hop Honors. Honors. I okay. was offended. And, I, and then, then Lil' Kim tried to chime in and, you know, clean up his bullshit. Mm-hmm. But it was just like, no. And why was he even doing that? Like, why can they pick a different person to rap Biggie shit? Who would you have liked to see represent Biggie? 
I would have liked to see Diddy do it. I mean, he was there, That's but perfect. they said Little yeah. Kim didn't know he was coming. It was yeah. a surprise. She was surprised because it was okay. taped live. Okay. That's the thing. It was a live taping, so they couldn't really go back and clean it up. But I, I think what Little Kim was trying to do was kind of bring in some new school with the old school. Which makes sense. She had some things going on with Rich Homie, too, as far as um, working on a new project for okay. her and everything. So I think she, she works with him. And so I, I, I get that. And I, they said they were having some technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. Sir, all the technical difficulties <laughs> in the world has nothing to do with you not knowing those lyrics. Yeah. And I get that you were nervous, but this is Biggie. Yeah. Do y'all remember the band? I do Diddy remember. The band. I, I love it. Yeah. Did they have to know the, all the words? They did. Yeah. I they think it was did. Juicy. They had to know yeah. the words, too. Oh, he hates them so bad. Oh, mm-hmm. it. It, was, it, was, it was like, I was listening to their album the other day, too. It's, it's still an amazing album. Yes, it is. Um... But come on, man. This is like rap 101. I feel like if you are even in the running to do a tribute for Biggie, like, you should have been rehearsing that for weeks. You should have. You need to have rehearsed it. Like, my nine-year-old, sorry, I'm rushing a little bit. She can probably uh, recite those, those damn uh, lyrics better than he did. I'm just saying, though, like, I mean, think about it. Okay, but she's reciting it in the comfort of her home. He's going to be on stage. That's a lot of pressure to live up to a legend, like, to honor a legend. So at least do your homework. Like, at least make sure you know the words mm. to the song. Like, how do you mess some shit like that I up? I don't care if your mic cuts off. That's a technical difficulty. That is. My mic yeah. cut off. That yeah. is. Now but you forgetting the words, yeah. that's not a technical that's difficulty. A that's a mental difficulty. That's a mental difficulty. Your ass is slow and retarded. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> he gets an F for that. He does Like, he F. fucking yeah. fucked up. But, okay, before that even happened, the thing that I just was... Not appalled, but amazed or shocked. I don't even know how to feel about this. But when Faith Evan introduced Little Kim, like I just, my mouth was just kind of like, what, "What the fuck type of shit is they on?" Like I don't. Some people called it mature, called me petty, bitch. We got beef forever in Cardi yeah. B voice. Yeah, <laughs> <Forever>. <laughs> Like I don't know. Which, I, am I petty for feeling like that? It was a little shady. She was like, sometimes she went toe-to-toe with me, okay? And sometimes oh, yeah. all she had on was a mink thong or something she said mm-hmm. on, like... That was almost like her saying hashtag shade, no shade. Like, yeah. bitch, that was all shade. Yeah. <laughs> I, for someone to even ask Faith, I feel like, to introduce Kim mm-hmm. is shady. Right. Like, who thought of that? Whose idea was that? I would have declined, though. I would have declined that, too. Yeah. I mm. guess when... I don't know. Maybe they're mature. They're all, they are on tour right now together. So maybe there's a level of I would have declined that they, tour. They, they're on tour together? They ain't, listen. They ain't popping like that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> they need them checks. When you searching for relevancy. Need, yes, we yeah. all need checks. But they're on that tour right now. So maybe they've come to some type of agreement. Not agreement, but maybe they're mature enough to be able to, you know, Accept the past for what it is and move on with their life. Perhaps. I mean, y'all fighting over a man that's no longer That's been here, dead for know, a what? He's been dead for, for 20 yeah, years? Yeah, for a while yeah. now. I'm not that so, mature. I, I don't think I would be that mature either. <laughs> but I, I can't say... No, fuck that. I wouldn't be that no. mature. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm pet... I am petty. Like, yeah. especially from Faith's point of view. Yeah. Like, she was, she was exactly. his wife. Like, there is no way I will get on a stage with... A mistress with insane. But some people don't view Little Kim as a side chick. Right. She was, though. Like, legit was. She was. But, like, some diehard Little Kim fans be like, Kim was there first, but he didn't marry Kim. Right. No, he didn't. That's the thing. Like, 
he didn't marry Kim. Oh, Kim was pretty back in the she day. Was she was pretty. She was gorgeous. She was beautiful. I, hate, I don't hate how she looks now. I just wish somewhere along the line between then and now, she would have not let the influences of Hollywood mm-hmm. and all of that stuff creep into her mind and know that what she looked like before was absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, she was but a queen. Way, she, she was, was a queen. queen. Legs, yeah. leopard, swimsuit, panty yeah. bra set. She was unapologetic, open. She too. was still a queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. And now is like, she don't. But there's so many jokes. jokes. Yeah. I feel, but I don't know if it was Hollywood that creeped into her mind. When I discussed the little Kim and the changing of her face, and when I see her, for one, I feel a little bit sad as a black woman. Like, that you have to alter your features that much to feel beautiful. Mm-hmm. Because she was beautiful before. But when I think of what caused her to start to do these extensive surgeries on her face... I always think of Faith. Like, I think that Biggie choosing Faith over her had a... It it did something to her. Mm-hmm. Like, emotionally and mentally, I feel like it just altered everything for her. And I think that's why she pursued so many surgeries. But you gotta look at how Faith... Like, Faith was a fucking lady. You, you know, like, yeah. not saying that Kim wasn't, but... Faith was definitely a, a lady, though. But the I way Kim carried herself and then Faith, like, you're gonna marry a Faith. Like, yeah. Period. You're yeah. not gonna marry... Low Kim is what we would call today the thought look and, uh... yeah. You know, like, it's, no. She was the girl you like to have sex with, but the one that you won't take home to your mama. Exactly. So, I mean, I get it, but for her to love Big, because I do think that she loved Big. Mm -hmm. So, for her to love him with that much intensity and then to have this light, bright, pretty chic, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. to have Faith Evan come in and just sweep her man from up under her and Mm -hmm. then marry him. Yeah. I feel like... Then for Big to die and there to be no closure, I feel like Mm -hmm. she was just kind of like tweaking herself to fit what she think he would have liked. And then it got out of control and she tried to fix it and then it got even further out of control. Like, I just always think that it was just kind of like mental, not anything that Hollywood influenced. But I think Big influenced that a lot. I do. And like I said, it's just opinion. I don't ever want to speak as if my shit is fact, but that's just what I think when I think of little Kim and the surgeries that altered her face so drastically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were a few bright spots for the hip-hop honors. Uh, Tiana Taylor did her thing. She did. Shout out. And here's why. This is another reason why there's no excuse for Rich Homie. Tiana Taylor was on her social media two days before the, um, mm-hmm. saying, oh my God, I can't believe that I've been chosen. She had 48 hours to prepare. Mm-hmm. And she murdered it. She did. Murdered it. Head to the, did y'all see her red carpet? She had the I vintage, have, uh, yellowish, blondish, curly wig. With I the, saw with the, the wig. Gucci shades. It was, it was just amazing. She embodied that lady mm-hmm. in 48 hours. Mm-hmm. But if you, if you follow Tiana Taylor's career, she loves 90s music, yeah. 90s R&B, 90s hip-hop. Mm-hmm. She just, oh, she oh, she got an old soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she only had 48 hours to prepare. And yeah. she did two tracks. Yeah. So it's like, there's no excuse. She did murder it. I feel like she they all murdered it, though. Job. Like, surprisingly, Little Mama did a good job for I me. I like Little Mama. Am I the only one that likes Little Mama? I, I, I this like is Little how Mama. I feel about Little Mama. Little Mama can rap, yo. She can rap. She can rap her I, ass off. I feel like people give her a... Uh, they just give her a hard time. They do give her a hard like, time. She need a new name because she ain't little mama no more. She grown, ain't she? I just, yeah, she do need a little name. Yeah. She need like Bow Wow, Little Bow Wow. <laughs> Fucking change this shit to what? Yeah. Shad Moss? Yes. Like, little mama need a new name. But I do, I just feel bad for her. I feel like she's just been bullied so bad that sometimes people automatically see the mistakes that she's made and not 
her actual talent. Because mm-hmm. I do feel like she's a talented person. Yeah, she's extremely... She can wrap her ass off. She's female MC. She's on my top 10 list. Really? Yeah. Wow. See, I've she never... can wrap her ass off. Like, you... If you get past the, um, my lip gloss is cool. My lip, and then mm-hmm. you see, I can't. I can't. Sausage. Listen, she has a series of um, remixes out where she has the visuals to go with them. The girl can go. You see like, my face right now? Yes, yes, but you gotta give her a listen. Like, and she's super lyrical, and I love lyrical rappers. Are you Chatty V? No. <laughs> Listen, right. I love Wait, 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 wait. Music. For all of you people listening who don't oh, know what Chatty is, that is a Flint word it that means lame. Word. Like, nigga, are you Chatty Dog? No, she can go. Y'all know are I you know sure? my hip-hop. You do, but... I know my hip-hop. The girl can go. This is equivalent... She doesn't get enough credit. Mm-mm. Remember when I told you that if you catch you on the wrong day... <laughs> <laughs> if a stranger caught V on the wrong day, they would think she was a fucking idiot, dog. <laughs> like, because she used the worst people for reference. Like she yeah, referenced like Fetty Wap to prove her point, Little Mama to prove her point. Relevant. No, she can't go. Listen, are you give, sure? Give Little Mama a chance. I don't no, know if I can do I that. Can't. Get past the bubblegum stuff. But even in the bubblegum stuff, if you listen to the lyrics, she going in. Like, V. Get past, I'm telling you, get past it. The no. girl can go. V. She v. can. I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell you a lie. I, v. I, I, I shall not You're lying right now. <laughs> <laughs> no. She said, I shall not tell a lie. <laughs> Had that right hand raised, honey. Right, like she was on the stand or something. <laughs> no, V. She can go. Shout out to Lil Mama. No, not shout out to Little yes, Mama. I like Little Mama. I know you do, out, but we're not going to shout out no chattiness. No. <laughs> <laughs> I like her. All right. Uh, I feel like everybody needs to be topped off. Like, we were a little lightweight this morning. We didn't take no shots. Y'all didn't hear the clink, clink, clinks. Because we were a little tired. Yeah. But we are drinking some red wine. We got our big girl panties on. Yeah. We're being very mature. So toast. So to, to the hip hop honors and to Little Kim, Little Kim, and Missy Elliott and Queen Latifah song. Yes, wait a minute, did what? y'all see Queen Latifah rocking in the Listen, crowd? Queen Latifah at that moment made me proud to be a woman. Yeah, like I don't know if I and like other things have made me proud to be a woman throughout my life. I just want you guys. to see. So. That's one of those things. If you catch me on the wrong yes. that statement right there. But listen, she's a. Um, she was just rocking. Like, she sometimes you forget. She yo. She is. And sometimes you forget. Like, she a nigga. You know what and I mean? And did you see how she came out with the Broadway first? Like, oh, I does it all. Not only am I a dope MC, like, I'm amazing on Broadway. Like, she's just multifaceted. Oh, she is, geez. um, she's reached the pinnacle of success that people dream of. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, she was dope. But the way that she was just rocking, like, yes, when they was doing that tribute, that. like, she yes. just was rocking. She I was just like... everybody's song, word for word. Because she a nigga. She, yeah. But you forget that she a nigga. She, <laughs> like, you do. Like, you know, she do stuff like bring it down the house. You just forget. Right. She's like... Yeah, emaciated herself. That might not be the right word. I feel like that's the wrong word. But she's ingrained herself <laughs> into, like, a mainstream society so well that she, you forget, like, no, she's like us. She mm-hmm. gets the inside jokes. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you just forget. But yeah, she was rocking. And it was it was good to see her and Missy and all the queens yeah. of hip-hop there. Didn't Foxy have something to say? Yes. She's a little salty. <laughs> <laughs> she's a little she's a little salty. She wasn't um honored. Yeah, but Ain't she blind? Deaf? Deaf. She went deaf for a little while. She got her hearing back. Okay. Um, but wait, pause. Mm-hmm. How do you go from being deaf. She said she woke up one morning and couldn't hear. 
I, she got it fixed. I don't know the the specifics of the situation, but I remember reading somewhere where she said she woke up one morning and she just couldn't hear, and she mm-hmm. got it fixed. That's interesting. She got it fixed. She can hear now though. Carry on. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think her um, not being honored means that she's excluded from the top ten all time okay. hip hop women list. Yeah. It just wasn't her time. So. Sit down. Wait your time, Foxy. Don't yeah. be a hater. Like the All Lives Matter don't movement. Be a, yeah. Don't be a hater. We're not talking about you right now. Right. Like, don't be that girl. Just wait until it's your turn. Yeah. And then we'll focus our we attentions on you. We ain't forgot about you. That's true. Nobody has forgotten about Foxy. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. Because if you ask, especially the men, if you ask men, mm-hmm. like, yeah, who's your top 10? I feel like a lot of them will put Kim and Foxy, like, neck and neck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I might have to go with Kim on. That, but I said, ask the men. Oh, true. If you ask yeah. the men, like men love Foxy because yeah. I feel like she I don't know if like this is true, but I think Jay Z used to write her lyrics. Mm. And niggas, niggas love Jay Z. Completely yeah. different from Jay-Z. Kim's. Yeah, yeah. Her flow's completely different. I used to love when they was beefing though quietly. <laughs> <laughs> what else is uh, popping this week? Russell Wilson and Sierra got married. They did. She came all the way up. So she Listen. finally smashed. Yes, because you know they weren't having sex. Yeah. Do y'all believe that they weren't having sex? I don't. I do. You got this I do. hunk of a man. Yeah. Like, he's just a football yeah. player, got the firm football playing ass and all yeah. that. Yeah, because they got some nice ass. Don't they? So, <laughs> she smashed football before. Booties football booties are the best booties. <laughs> I agree. I, agree. I, I wouldn't have believed it if it came from her first. I believed it because it came from him first. And he was on some... Um, wasn't he sitting down talking to Fonsworth Bentley on that... Um, was he? You pulling it, out all the old school yeah. names. Little Mama, Fonsworth Bentley. He hosts a show, um, like a, a gospel, like... Something. Type of show, like a spiritual type of okay. interview show. And I believe he was on there. I could be completely wrong about that. But it makes sense <laughs> in my head. Uh, <laughs> but... He said it. He mm-hmm. said it initially that they were not having sex and they wanted to wait for marriage. But if it would have came from her first, I don't know if I would have wholeheartedly believed yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because she's... I don't know if she does things for publicity. I don't know if they, Future used to accuse her of calling paparazzi. <sighs> don't try, um, Sierra, based on no, future references. Th- I, I said we I don't did know. did a whole diss track on her like a little pussy. But that was some bitch-ass was, shit, wasn't it? I, I don't, I'm not a fan of Future, so I will... But that's what he said. So allegedly, she's she's trying to become relevant, and she will call paparazzi out, and that's how they would snap all these photos of Russell Wilson pushing the stroller because his thing. I don't feel like they need. But wait a minute though, strollers are heavy as shit. So if I'm out with my man. And he want to fucking push the stroller with all the little trinkets and shit yeah. on the bottom. I'm going to let him push the stroller. Like, right. you should be my man. You should have stayed faithful. And then you will be the one beside me pushing the stroller. Oh, so don't be salty and mad son, because I'm a public figure mm-hmm. and paparazzi is out snapping my photo. You can't tell me that Sierra caught paparazzi because Russell Wilson and Sierra are two of the biggest celebrities in the world. So, of course, when people get wind that they're in a certain area, paparazzi are going to come out naturally. It's not like mm-hmm. she's irrelevant yeah. and she got to call people to take her picture. Like, mm-hmm. What the yeah. fuck? Like, they're going to take it regardless. And if paparazzi weren't going to take it, we live in a social media era. So it would have gotten out anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't be mad because it's a man sitting there doing for your son what you can't do full time because you're not with the mom. Right. Mm-hmm. You could be the one pushing the stroller and uh, 
he can't wear your jersey because you're not an athlete, but he might come to your... I don't know what the fuck he would do with you. Right. But, <laughs> her face, her face. But don't be mad because you're not there full time. Yeah. Like, you cheated on Sierra. Was she not supposed to move on? Yeah, true. It's not the worst than a bitter-ass man. And, and the thing horrible. is... Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a man, so I don't know what this will feel like. Um, but I know that there's a certain level of pride when it comes to a man and his son and his his son specifically and his children. So I, I can't relate to that because I, I'm not that. But I think that um, I hate when I see comments, when I see, you know, Baby Future and Russell together, all these comments like, Future gonna be mad, that nigga ain't shit and blah, blah, blah. He shouldn't be mad. Mm-hmm. Here's a he man should be that's glad. stepping up. Yeah. And, and for all we know from the outside looking in, Russell Wilson is amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's yeah. like a clean cut, all American guy. That should be the child you want your your ex, your baby mama to pick. Exactly. You shouldn't want him, her dating a young somebody like you. Or, or somebody yeah. like yes. you. Yeah. Unless he talking to talk and not walking to walk. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. a whole other situation. But I, I just feel like there's a a... I don't know who... Because you want the person that you're with, your mate. She's married this man, so clearly they've been in a serious relationship from day one. They haven't been together that long. But when you meet your match, sometimes shit moves quickly. And he has made it a point to be in Baby Future's life. Would you rather this child have a stepfather who fucking doesn't like him, doesn't want him around, treats him any old type of way, you want that man to be close to your child. And that doesn't mean that you're no longer the father. That just means that he has two examples of what a man should be. You know what I mean? I feel like there's some type of, um, you know how men can feel threatened? Like maybe Russell Wilson is too clean cut for future. And he's too much of an example of what a man man should be like. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, then get your shit together. Yeah. Get your Pretty shit much. in line. That way you ain't feeling like, damn, this nigga doing more or doing better with my kid than I am. Mm-hmm. Like, don't do that. Right. Just get your shit in line. Don't hate on her love life because you were the love of her life until you fucked up. Mm-hmm. So don't accept it. But then this is my thing. You said, yeah, there's this pride thing with kids and they fathers. How many kids Future got? Four. This ain't I his think, first. I think baby oh, Future makes four. This, he got a lot, and he got a lot of baby mamas. You ain't feeling like that about the rest of your kids. True. You see what I'm saying? So why is it with baby future? Because Sierra's famous. Exactly. <laughs> the rest of his baby mamas are not. And they probably playing along and playing a role because they need that child support. They need whatever mm-hmm. assistance that mm-hmm. future is giving so he controls their show. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he's the, uh, what's the person at the circus that fucking run the circus. The ringleader. He's the ringleader of that circus. He ain't the ringleader of Sierra Circus. She got her own money and her new nigga got more money than you had. So she doesn't need you so she doesn't have to play by your rules. Mm. I think that's, I think it's the control aspect. That's what he don't like. He gonna have to get over that shit because she looks happily married from, again, from the outside looking in. Yeah. And he seems to be an amazing person. He's the type of guy I would want my daughter, my little baby girl to date, you know, eventually. So, shout out to them. Yeah, congratulations. I'm I'm all the way here for him. I'm here for it, too. uh, How do you feel? There was a video that came out that showed uh, Baby Future calling him Papa. I thought it was adorable. (sighs) I thought it was adorable. Mm. I think that that one is hard for me because I feel like as a mom, Mm -hmm. that could be your stepmom. Mm-hmm. And I'm cool with that being your stepmom. If if my husband has decided to move on and he got married 
you know, we were no mm-hmm. longer, he got married and he trusts this woman around my kids. I'm all for it because I trust, I have to trust him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if I would dig my it's baby's calling cool. her mommy. I, I feel like know. at a, such a yeah. young age. Now, once they get older, they know what mommy is. Baby future yeah. is still so young yeah. where he's like, wait, daddy? Wait, no, daddy? daddy? Yeah. No, who's daddy? And you I feel like he's probably being taught to call him that, though. You think so? Now that they're married, I don't feel like there's anything wrong with him calling mm-hmm. him papa because he will, he's young, but that will only strengthen the bond between him and Russell. But I also feel like as he grows up, he's going to know who his father is. That's, That's the thing. As men and women, there is no one who replaces me as mom and him as dad. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Now, if he was calling him daddy, I would have a problem with that. Papa, yeah. I Papa see is different, though. That, like, you call your grandfather Papa. You might Literally, call an elder in the community. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, I call my Papa Papa. Like, yeah. you might have an elder in the community that you call Papa. For me, that's a term of respect and a term of endearment. That's yeah. different than and daddy. True. You know what I mean? Like, what is he supposed to call him? Mr. Wilson or Russell? Mm-hmm. Right. That's her husband. And he's, what, two or... I think he's two. Like, I feel like there has to be, there's going to be a bond between him and his stepfather mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with future. future. Mm-hmm. But that does not threaten the relationship with yeah. future. If future was more secured in the job that he was doing yeah, exactly. as a father, exactly. he wouldn't have a problem with this. Exactly. And I know this firsthand because I have a mom and I have a stepmom. Like, and I love them both to death. But my stepmom, my relationship with my stepmom never affected my relationship with my mom. My mom is my mom. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody's going to replace my mom. Uh, that just will never happen. But I also am very, very close to my stepmom. Like, my son calls my stepmom Grandma Tammy. You know what I mean? So I, I just feel like it's a term of endearment. And I don't feel like there's anything wrong with that, especially now that they're married. I get that. I get the papa thing. I get the jealousy, too, though. But <laughs> yeah. I just feel like if you're doing what you're supposed to do, you wouldn't really have that insecurity. And if you watch the video... Russell didn't ask for a kiss. He didn't ask for a kiss. Baby Future asked for the kiss. I thought that part was really, really sweet. And you can tell that Baby Future really likes that man. Yeah. So that was, if I'm Future, it might be a hard pill to swallow, but it's still comforting to see that my son is being well taken care of. Well taken care of. He's taken to this man. He loves this man. He respects this man. Yep. So. Because it just could go a completely different way. You know what I mean? Like, you have spouses who don't even want to be involved. or You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it could just go a different way, especially from a man's perspective. So I think he should be grateful that Sierra has found a good mate. Yeah. And just be happy for her. Like, you didn't want her, so why she can't be happy? Right. Mm-hmm. You ain't hear her bitching when uh, Black China had her, your name Ew. tattooed on her yes. head. Yes, yes. That was, that was a bit much. It make my hair hurt. But, at the, I mean, this is my thing. Take care of the woman that you love so that your woman won't eventually love someone else. Mm-hmm. And that just goes down to it. You can't be selfish. We live in a society where men are so selfish. And they want you to wait around for them to grow up and wait around for them to be ready to settle down. No. Like, if I'm loving you wholeheartedly, love me wholeheartedly. Right. Mm-hmm. And love only me wholeheartedly. And if you can't love me wholeheartedly, Tell me. leave me alone. Yeah. Let no me way. go. Yeah. Let so me selfish. go to find somebody else that will <laughs> yeah. love me wholeheartedly. Exactly. Like, because she could have found Russell Wilson before Baby Future was even born if mm-hmm. Future would have been straight up with her from the beginning. Mm-hmm. But some red flags for me about Future's situation would have been all them damn baby mamas. I would... That, that just would have been a red flag. <laughs> yeah. 
But I'm glad that she bounced back and that she's happy. She looks yeah. extremely she happy. Looks, yeah. She's glowing. She's glowing. Yeah. yeah. I was say, <laughs> Speaking of relationships, are you guys here for a possible Nick Cannon and Chili from TLC relationship? I am going to delete myself from this conversation. Because, I, but I want to as well because that just sounds retarded. This is just, you just bring, okay, listen, this is the people that you've mentioned on the podcast so far. Okay. Little Mama. Uh-huh. The band. Yeah. Fonsworth Bentley. Yeah. And goddamn Nick Cannon. Yeah. Those are all the makings of a chatty ass uh, episode of Bitch <laughs> And I'm not here for that. Baby. I'm not here for that either. Like, well, let me just say this and I'll leave it. I like them together. I know you If do. they are together, Babe. I like them together. And moving on to the next topic. <laughs> we are going to take a beat, take a pause, uh, get a couple drinks in our system, and we'll be back with more juiciness. The Bitch Testaments are up next. Call me a bitch. Just make sure you put the word boss in front of me. We're going to take a quick break to bring you the latest book from New York Times bestselling authors Ashley and Jaquavis. The Cartel series is back and more deadly than ever. Las Vegas, a city built on obscene wealth and corrupt dealings, cunning entrepreneurs, and the ruthless mob. The Cartel's plan to open a casino will rake in cash, but comes with great sacrifice. The stakes have never been this high, and the rules of the game have never been this hard to manipulate. And when one dead girl, one scorned wife, and one hole in the desert launch a chain of catastrophic events, the cartel is sent on a downward spiral as they battle the Arabian mob and fight traitors within their circle. Will the cartel prevail or fall victim to the city's black cloud? And if there's one rule in the town of Vegas, it's that when the dust settles, there can only be one winner in the Cartel Six. The Demise, published by St. Martin's Press, available now for pre-order on Amazon.com. It's the Bitch Code Podcast. Welcome back to the Bitch Code. We are back after commercial break. We are about to move straight into the Bitch Testaments. Every week, uh, well, not week, I can't say week because I fucking <laughs> took a long hiatus, but <laughs> every episode we're going to um, accept questions from... The listeners and uh, Ayana from Florida sent us a question. It says, Dear Bitch Code, I am a 23-year-old woman and I am dating two different men. I like them both for different reasons and I'm not ready to settle down with either one. My friends tell me I need to choose, but I can't. They both serve different purposes. Am I being a hoe? Please help. What y'all feel? I know okay, what I feel. She Okay, so she's how old again? 23. She's 23. She's dating two different men. I feel like right now... At in this point in her life, it's okay to date multiple men. It's not okay to fuck multiple men. Preach. Okay. But you, that's what dating is for. For you to get out here and see, you know, what type of fish are in the sea. And you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, I, no. Like, you don't have to, you're 23, girl. I mean, if you want to have your hoe in years, you can. But I wouldn't suggest it uh. right now. <laughs> in, in 2016, it's like diseases that we ain't never heard of popping up. So, I wouldn't do it. But that's perfectly fine. You do not have to choose. You answered that perfectly. Well, I feel you. like um, 23 is too young to settle down. Mm-hmm. And that's coming from a woman who settled down yeah. at 23. You know, and my, I, I said, yeah, yeah, I moved out yeah. with my husband. He was my boyfriend. But I moved out with him at 16 years old. So... I was one of the women who was committed from mm-hmm. 16 and I'm 31. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? I don't regret any of my decisions, but I wouldn't want my daughter to do that. Yeah. Like, your 20s are for exploring who you are, learning the type mm-hmm. of woman that you want to become, and learning the type of mate that you like. I don't feel like there's anything wrong with dating two different 
men, I do feel like it's wrong for you to lie to two different men. Yeah. So I feel like if you're dating multiple people, just put that on the table from yeah. jump, and yeah. then you'll be straight yeah. and protect yourself. I, me personally, I have a different type of standard, so I wouldn't have sex with two different men at once. Yeah. But if you want to have two sex with two different men at once, make sure you're protecting yourself. Make sure you both have been tested. Make sure yeah. everybody involved has been tested, and just be a grown woman about it. Yeah. Like I don't feel like there's a such thing as being a hoe when you are 23, yeah. unless. No, you can be a hoe at Unless <laughs> you're fucking with a lot of niggas. You're not protecting yourself. Yeah. You're lying to them. They yeah. think you're their girl. Like, as long as you're... I think the thing about being a grown man and woman is honesty. That's yeah. what I think makes the difference between um, yeah. responsibly dating and irresponsibly dating. Mm-hmm. Because as a grown woman, now at 31, I'm married, so this doesn't apply. But if I wasn't married... Who's to say that I wouldn't date more than one person? I wouldn't sleep with more than one person because that's just not me. But why are we in these—why are we putting these time frames on these young people to settle down so early? You don't even know who you are at 23. Like, luckily, my husband and I evolved into people who still love one another. Mm -hmm. But at 23, you might commit to somebody that you don't like at 30 or 40. Mm -hmm. And then you're stuck in this situation because— you made a choice too soon. You made yeah. a choice b- before you knew the the young the woman that you were going to become. Yeah. You knew who you were at the time, but 23 and 30 are two different ages and two different yeah, mindsets. Listen. So give yourself listen. time to learn yeah. you and to learn what you like. Yeah, I most definitely agree. Because I know at 23, my standards for who I was, I was trying to settle down mm-hmm. like a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it's just YOLO, turn up, enjoy, enjoy your... T- and you're in your... Early 20s, yes. though. Like, those were the times. Yeah, they were. And this is the thing, though. You only get one opportunity to yeah. be young. You yeah. have the rest of your life to be old and responsible yeah. and married and settled down. Like, you only get one chance mm-hmm. to be young. So one be shot. young. Yep. Like, do you. Because I was trying to wild out and have a boo. And it was just like... That don't matter. I had, like, a curfew to come in. It's like, well, but I'm still, you know... But see, and then this is the weird. thing. At 23... For your person of interest, I'm not even going to call it a mate because nine times out of ten is temporary. So mm-hmm. for the person you're dating to tell you, oh, I'll need you to be in the house by 3 a.m., yes. that that's room for argument. At 31, that's like respect. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you understand the game at that age. So you're not butting heads with your mate because they're asking something of you that you're not mature mm-hmm. enough to give. Yep. That's the thing. I think 23, you're too immature to, to be... So committed to one person, Nobody but just be honest me. about it. Don't have, don't be out here breaking hearts <laughs> yeah. because when you break hearts, you turn niggas into hoes. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You turn men into hoes. So don't be out here lying and shaying and sneaking because there's no need for that. You don't need permission. Yeah. You're 23. Turn the fuck up, but do it responsibly and don't be trifling. Exactly. Okay. You, baby girl. Yeah. That's it. That's it, V. That's it. What? <laughs> what? Oh, that was what? so. Wait, what's the what is the thou shall? Mm. Maybe thou shalt know thyself before thy commits to one man. Yeah. I like thou it. Thou shalt live her life. Yeah. Yes. Thou shalt live her life. Yes. yes. Like thou shalt live her life. Unapologetically. Yeah. Yes. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Be a young boss bitch. Right. All right. We're going to move on to the topic of the week. Uh, this one is a, it's interesting. Um, I feel like the bitch testaments question was for the young listeners. And this is for kind of like the grown ass women. 
listening. It says, how long should you date before marriage? What's the acceptable amount of time to be in a relationship without an engagement? And after marriage, should a woman have mattress money? Let's start with question one. How long should you date before marriage? I don't think you can put a time frame on that. I think it's about how well you know your partner. Um, and I know that getting to know people also takes time. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like a, a little oxymoron because you say there's no time to me. You want to just know somebody well. But I do believe in love at first sight. And I do believe in those instances where you instantly connect mm-hmm. and you get married and you live happily ever after. I'm an optimist. You I are. I was just going to say, you before. are such a <laughs> nice girl. So I do believe in that type of stuff. I just don't think you you can put a time frame on things. I think it's just what you're comfortable with. But I also know people that are in situations where they got married way too soon. Mm-hmm. They move way too fast and now they're suffering the consequences of mm-hmm. those actions. Yeah. So it's kind of a catch-22 for okay. me. But I, I'm here for the happily ever after. Love at first sight. Okay. Fireworks let, when you kiss. Yeah. And... I'm going to let Chloe go. Wait, <laughs> well, before you go, fireworks when you kiss. Mm-hmm. How long do fireworks when you kiss last? Is that a new relationship thing, do you think? I think it is. I think it is, too. I think it is. I think it's a new relationship thing, but I think it can also happen in old relationships, too, because sometimes my husband makes me so happy. I'm so in love with him. Mm-hmm. And he kissed me and it's just like, whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> and then other times he kissed me and I'm like, so I think it I think it's there at the beginning strongly all the time mm-hmm. and then I think it kind of comes and goes it, as you progress. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go ahead, Chloe. Go um, ahead, take this. I have to agree with B2. I think that time, I can't because and I'm saying that from experience because um we all know that I have Bay now. And so I, I wasn't forcing that whole title, marriage type of, you know what I'm saying? But I wanted to know what was it going to be? What are we doing here? Mm-hmm. And so, like, I kind of fell back from it. And I just started to, like, enjoy our moments. And then that turned into a relationship. So now I'm like, there are certain things that... How am I trying to say this? Um... They got you that speech? Right. Yeah. yeah. Because I've known that since I was 15. Like, I mean, it's history behind it. Like, it's strong, solid, like, history behind it. But we came back together. Nigga, how long should you date we, before marriage? We came back together <laughs> in our late 20s. And, you know, like, people are forcing that on us. But we're like, we're, but we're not fucking dating. You wouldn't date your I've been dating him for two years, though. Like, we've been there. Like, we've been in this shit. I don't, okay. It's when, when the fuck I feel like I'm ready to be somebody's wife. Like, I feel like you should date no longer than four years before marriage. What? What if you I not ready, girl, though? Like, some people Then you shouldn't be, be dating seriously. You shouldn't be dating seriously. So wait, you, you said, should, but you never you, know you, what's stopping them. You need to date at least four years? Is or, that what you're saying? Or be together? I, you should date at least three years. Okay. I feel like it takes three years to really get to know someone, and one of those years you should be living together. I don't feel like you know anyone until you live with True. them. True, I, I agree with that. I, until I, you live with them, and yeah. I feel like you should wait no more than four years before a man proposes to you, because after that he wasting your time. He ain't gonna never propose. But what if they don't? What What if that's just not what you about? Like, what if that's just not your lifestyle? What if you just like being where you are, like as boyfriend and girlfriend? I don't like and... being in limbo. Limbo don't 
don't fucking get me no fucking life insurance policy if your it's ass die. If I've been holding you down for it's fucking not. four years and you die and I don't get shit and that shit go to your goddamn whoever, I'm going to be offended. What like, you? I need for men to claim what they want. And by four years, you should know what you want. Period. Point. What if you just really poor and you just kind of afford I don't all see. That. Now, I don't feel like that's a pre- that's a preference though. I don't feel like money has anything to do no, with a marriage. Mm-hmm. Money has something to do with the wedding, and that's the the difference in the values. Like you don't need a huge wedding to have a fruitful and wonderful and blessed marriage. If you look at some of the marriages, know. people have the most elaborate weddings and then they be broke the in a year. Right. Done well, I just don't think two broke-ass people need to get married. Like, maybe they have to get their finances together and it may take longer than four years. You don't know if I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with Y'all that. don't have to agree with Chloe, goddamn it. We don't. And we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did have a wedding and it cost me a, a nice little piece of change. Well, it cost us a nice little piece of change. We went out to the courthouse. We wanted the date of seven seven fourteen because okay. it was important to us, but mm-hmm. it was on a Monday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wasn't having a wedding on a Monday, right. so we didn't we didn't have our wedding until the nineteenth. <laughs> That's like, something that you right? definitely would do. Yeah. That is so yeah. me. <laughs> but we took a, what I think it was like one hundred and fifty dollars mm-hmm. to Toledo and got our behinds married. Yeah, right yeah. there, and you know, my mom came, my grandma came, uh, my best friend Lottie came. Hi, Lottie. Um, <laughs> and we just got married under a tree. And I think that's so fine. Like yeah. I just yeah. I just think yeah. that the pairing of two lives and the commitment of two people is important. Especially like I just I don't believe in letting a nigga waste your time cuz a nigga no. will hold you up and keep you off the market for as long as you let him. Yes. I I, I see that. I think four years is pushing it, though, because what if he's not ready? What if you're not ready? Like, in four years, just... if you ain't ready, you need to move on. Four years is... And I'm not talking about inconsistent dating. I'm not talking about the, oh, we dating this year, but we off this six months. I'm mm-hmm. talking about four years of committed relationship. If you don't know in four years, dog, and we live together for one of these years, move on. Like, let me move on. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this. When, since you have this four-year rule... I do. I'm standing because that's I big. Because I'm, I'm taking yeah, it. When is the appropriate time to talk about marriage through those three years, four years? Definitely not within the first year. You're gonna look crazy. So okay. ladies, don't do it. Please but don't. Wait. <laughs> it's, it's, well, let me ask this. Not the are you gonna marry me talk. Because I asked my husband within the first year. Do you want to get married? Mm-hmm. Maybe not to me. But in general, but do, do you, you believe want to get in marriage? marriage? And he told me he didn't know. Mm-hmm. And I told him that was a deal breaker for me. Mm-hmm. I want to be married. Yeah. So if you don't see yourself ever being married, not to me, not Let's to anybody. Bye. And I feel like, but see, that's a, my time. that's a general conversation. Yeah. Okay. It's a difference in saying, nigga, we've been dating for four years when we get married. And, yeah. a, and saying... Tell me what your views are on marriage. Okay. I feel like those are those are questions you ask in the original courting stage. Okay. You know what I mean? Like that's dinner conversation. You know, uh, that shit. I might bring it up. Like, oh, I went to. I saw the most beautiful wedding. Uh, what's the name? If you were to get married, what would your colors be? And if a nigga say, shit, I ain't never getting married, I know that's going to be my last day. <laughs> right. So what do you do? Because I'm the type of person that action speaks way louder than words. Mm-hmm. So what do you do when his actions are yelling out that he wants to move forward, but he's not verbally saying that to you? You got to verbally tell me. Because at you, I mean, at, actions are number one. Yeah. But I can't take actions with no 
initiative. I feel like actions need to be followed up with some type of commitment. I don't want an in I don't want a commitment that I have to guess. Like, are we committed? Like he mm-hmm. acting like we committed, mm-hmm. but you like I don't want to have to play that guessing game because then if you do something wrong, mm-hmm. if you do something that's a deal breaker for me, I can't say anything about it because you never really said shit, I'm still saying something. We was this. Yeah, I mean, you're emotional. You know, as a woman, you will say something. Mm-hmm. But technic- technically, I feel like niggas keep that technicality yeah. real clean. <laughs> you know, they keep that button real shiny. That loophole, Yeah, don't catch me up in no loophole because then you can say, well, I never really said you was my girl. Mm-hmm. I never really said we was actively, actively moving towards anything. So how you mad? I was just showing you that I care about you. I do care about you. Mm-hmm. But I never said that you was the only one I care about. She sound like a nigga Fuck yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, fuck that, nigga. Be clear. <sighs> like, as a grown man, you need to be clear with me. We need to be on the same page because when you're not on the same page, flip that. What if your actions showed that you care, but you had another nigga that you was interested in? They would be hot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you have to make it clear what your intentions are for me. That's just me, though. That that ain't every woman. But for me, I need to know what your intentions are. And that needs to be shown with action and reiterated with words. Don't hit me with no te- technicality. Like, I showed you, but I <laughs> ain't tell you, bitch. Don't hit me with the loophole. Yeah. Loophole. Like, no. I need both. I, I, I definitely need both. And I, her nervous. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't feel like it should be that hard to express how you feel to the woman that you're act Like, you're already showing me you love me. Tell me. Some you're already verbal. showing me. Well, if you ain't verbal, yeah, you some, need. Some but you're verbal. opening yourself up for your bitch to get snatched. No, but not really though, because I kind of been browsing through this book, um, "Languages of Love" or "Foresight," whatever, whatever. <laughs> but it, it it just it it explains the different ways that people show their love. Like mm-hmm. me, I'm very touchy-feely. Give me some kisses. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I would hate But my dude is not, I love, I'm I, so I mushy. Thug life, but I'm mushy as fuck. But <laughs> my nigga don't do that. Like, he's not all to, like, I, I, I gotta warm him up to me just, you know, mm-hmm. he's not, he doing other words. He provide or he may say something, you know. He not really, I'm hands-on. And me watching your relationship from the, the outside looking in, I see, it's clear to me that your mate loves you. Yeah. Very. Oh, like, from first, <laughs> glance, from first glance, it's clear to me. And I wouldn't think that I had a touchy-feely relationship, but mm-hmm. it took her to tell me, you like, do. no, he touches you, you all do. the time. Yeah, you, you do have yes. a touchy-feely relationship. You be all over that, yeah. baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, just, I get it. Like, I guess I'm just too used to it, because yeah. I would have never described my relationship as that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just would have been like, no, that's my nigga. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. nigga, that's my nigga. Like, yeah. but I don't, I don't know. But he will tell you, I made that shit clear at 23. We were together from 16. See, this is the disadvantage that he did. He pulled me off the market at 16. You wanted me to move in with you? Okay, I'm moving in with you. Mm-hmm. I'm riding and die. I got the bail money. I'm cooking up coke. I'm doing all this <laughs> shit <laughs> for you. <laughs> for you from 16 to 20, I think it was 22 when I was like, Wait a minute. I'm 22. We're living together. I'm cooking. I'm washing drawers. I'm making beds. I'm cleaning. Yeah. Nigga, where's my ring? And then I was so the he, it, it, he had the choice at that point to mm-hmm. say, this is not what I want right now, mm-hmm. or this is what I want right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't afraid to say what I wanted in my relationship. Like, I want to be, if I'm going to be doing all this, I don't, I don't want to be your girlfriend doing all this. Mm-hmm. I want to be your wife. I want to be respected as your wife. And he ain't want to let this good thing go, so he made me his wife. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 
I feel like I don't I don't advocate for early marriage because I feel like we did a lot of growing through those years, mm-hmm. but we just happened to withstand this test of time. Like our commitment and our love for one another was strong enough to get through those growing pains in the that those years where you're getting to know who you are as a grown man and a grown woman. But as grown women now, I do feel like you have to know what you want. I don't I don't feel like men are especially black men because we don't come from a culture where we see a lot of old marriages. That's rare to me. You know what I mean? I don't feel like we do, though. I don't feel like we like, do. I feel like my grandparents like and see my parents, yeah. I don't feel like we see enough. Other races come up in that. Some races still arrange marriages. Mm-hmm. So Next. it's the norm. Yeah. You see yeah. what I'm saying? You see I more see. single mother households than you do okay. married households. So when you have a, a group of men coming up not seeing men marrying their moms, mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're, uh, they're already in that... Mm, this ain't for me, mm-hmm. mind state. It takes you to change that and to challenge that because it's a discomfort for them. I feel like if you ask any black man when they got married, were they afraid? I feel like they were say, where they would say yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because terrified. they're terrified. Terrified. <laughs> like, oh, shit, what the fuck am I getting myself into? Yeah. But once they're in it, it doesn't change anything. Mm-hmm. It literally changed nothing for us. We woke up the next morning like, oh, we married? But you know, like it would, it didn't change anything because yeah. the bond was so strong, it felt the exact same. Okay. But now I'm your wife. Now I have papers on you, nigga, and you got papers on me. Mm-hmm. Period. Point blank. Mm-hmm. I own you. <laughs> this, your credit's gonna kick your ass. Like it legitimizes emotion, and emotion is so up and down. Yeah. It's up and down. It requires commitment. So whether I'm up this day or down the next, I'm yours. And I'm telling you that I'm willing to stand the test of time. Whether we're on today, down tomorrow, I'm yours. I'm here to ride that out with you. Whether I hate you today, love you tomorrow, I'm yours. I'm going to stick that shit out with you. And for me, that's what marriage represents. It it represents the commitment. You know what I mean? It, It means I'm riding for you regardless. Like, we in this together. And it feels good to have that, whether I'm hating him or loving him, Yeah, it feels good to have that person that I know always has my back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Always. Like, it, it, there's not a doubt in my mind that if anybody missteps with me, I got my one-man army behind me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that gives me a confidence, confidence that I carry through life daily. But that's only my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, me over here, like, shit, we ticking over here. No, I, I, Chloe, don't feel like that. I don't think you can put it. That worked for Ashley. It mm-hmm. did. It might not work for you. It you did. know what I mean? But how long <laughs> do you wait, though? I'm not, no, I'm not saying no. I ain't saying be no fool, nah, because, listen, buy the cow. I'm about to stop giving you the milk for free. That's Buy what I'm saying. Cow. I don't want to be so cliche, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I, 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 I get that, but you have to move at your own pace yeah. what works for your yeah. relationship. You, you know your man better than we do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you have to move at a comfortable pace, not just for him, but for both of y'all. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to be com- uncomfortable for men, whether you four years in, six years in, in eight years in, ten years in. It's going to be the same level of discomfort. When you're standing at the altar, you're going to feel the same amount of fear regardless. Yeah, yeah I just don't want no fear. I just don't want that to be uh, something that's forced. Right. You don't want to get no ultimatums like marry yeah, me or I'm yeah, you. Yeah, and, and then see my but thing how long is, do you but wait? you need to but because they've been together so long, maybe Chloe does need to start having that conversation. Like, hey, we I'm not staying in tonight. No, but it wasn't. Wait, that's why it was. We were broken up for a good what, like six years. A long time. But do you know yeah. if he wants to get married eventually? Just in general, mm-hmm. 
Okay, so that's yeah. a starting place, but yeah. that's a starting place where you can start for the conversation. For the conversation. Yeah. And maybe now that you guys are back official, mm-hmm. maybe in a year from now, you can start that conversation like, hey, you know, we have all this history together because sometimes history makes a difference. It does. Not saying yeah. that the on again, off again is the best way to be, but that history is that it history counts. is your foundation. Yeah. It, counts. it counts. You know what I yeah. mean? But this is my thing. Like, even when marriage don't happen right away, first mm-hmm. it's the engagement. Yeah. So all of this stuff takes time. Mm-hmm. So how long do you wait before your engagement? For me, I'm not waiting seven years for a nigga to propose to me. That's that's kind of excessive. excessive. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's yeah. excessive because that means for me that feels it feels like you taking advantage yeah. of this free milk. Brianna and my teeth are hurting. I'm just I'm married. just squeezing out free milk. But see, I've known him since I was 15 years old. Like that nigga took my heart and nigga just kept it since I was 15 years mm-hmm. old. But shit, that makes for a great marriage though. It does. That no, much not, history. Not, that's the foundation. Not, not it is foundation. <laughs> y'all building y'all blocks. But but then when you get engaged, it's a whole nother year, maybe a year and a half, two years before you get married. If, oh, I, have, I'm saying? if I have a wedding, though, I might just go down if to the courthouse and say, fuck yeah. all this, nigga, you mine now. Listen, like, I don't believe in them long-ass engagements. A year is a long engagement? Listen, that's not, you got a plan? We plan. We plan. That's because no, you're, you're neurotic. I am. <laughs> Listen, I handmade a thousands, thousands of paper flowers. Don't you wish you knew us at that time? Oh my God. Listen, but I'm such a perfectionist. I tried to get, I have 13 bridesmaids. I tried to get them to help me, and I was like, just never mind. You can't do it the way I want it done. Um, But yeah, no. I don't don't like that long engagement. A year year maybe is not that long. But two, like a two-year engagement. Yeah. But see, sometimes, sometimes you have to, like, the place you want is booked up for the next two years because yeah, they niggas shot, yeah, like shot the gun before your nigga shot the gun. Find another so. one. <laughs> find another one. Find another one. Especially because, like I said, Bri- we were together for six years. We were going into our seventh year mm-hmm. that September. We got married in July. September was our seventh year being mm-hmm. together. So we were together for a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm waiting another year for? No. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I get that. Yeah. I get that. But we some had, people... We had the money. And that's another so thing. Some people have to save up, save up the money right. to... Financially, we're okay. Yeah. Um. So, but... but no, my dad said he paid for my wedding, so... Yeah, you lucky, because my daddy ain't paying for my wedding. Uh, we pay for our own wedding. He, he, he want to get rid of me, own. y'all. What do you think? He just want to get rid of my ass. Yeah. I, I just... For me, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not... Like a law, you yeah. know. I, this ain't Ashley's law and shit. Yeah. Even though the world would be better if we just incorporated oh Ashley's no, law, they oh would not. <laughs> it would be all <laughs> bitchy ass opinions. <laughs> no, no, bougie bitchy ass opinions. Yes. I claim it. I embrace my bouginess and my bitchiness. That's her, her and V. Me and Tiff and cut like I am that. Not, you not and bougie. Ashley are bougie bitches. <laughs> <laughs> shit, I'm, I'm claiming I'm not, it. I'm not a bitch. I might be. You're a, not a bitch. I might be a tad bougie, but I'm probably the nicest bougie person you ever met in your whole entire life. Don't put tad on that bougie. You, you are nice bougie. though. <laughs> she is nice though. She ain't I, no bitch though. All of us. She, yeah, she's she not bougie. She doesn't bitch. have a bitchy bone in her body. I got it all through my mind. I do sometimes yeah. when petty. I push. I am super petty. I, I will you own are? that. I, I wear the yeah. little crown right here on my head. I, I don't see, see it. You guys can see me. There's a little invisible petty crown on my head. Um. 
Y'all still didn't answer my question. It only comes out. How long? There's no time. There's no time. Listen, listeners, don't listen to these bitches. Okay. Don't you let no man waste more than four years of your time. Okay. I agree. If you love them, you're going to wait, though. Like, no matter what. Shit. I'm just, I've been there, done that. If you love a nigga. Shit. Okay. I'm not waiting more than four years. Let's go to the next Especially question. Especially at 31. What was the next question? Okay. Oh, oh, okay. okay, 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 okay. This is a good one. It's juicy. After the fucking 20 years these bitches want to make, <laughs> wait, after the marriage, should a woman have mattress money? I think yeah. Mattress money? Yeah. Under the floorboard money if she can afford it. Mm-hmm. She should have a little bit of everything. And I don't think I've said this before on a podcast. I don't think that mattress money should be exclusively just for her in case this nigga jump up and leave. Yeah. I think that mattress money can be used for if that happens, but also if he loses his job and you guys only have one source of income, but mm-hmm. your bills are built off two sources mm-hmm. of income. Yeah. So I think a mattress money could be used for a variety of mm-hmm. things. I, uh, but the under the floorboard money might just be Is for that you. Yeah. you know what I, mean? okay. I, I was talking to Ash about this the other day. I said, you know, you got to have plan B money and plan C money sometimes. Yeah. You know? That's true. And it, it's just what it is. And it's not It's not that you're hoping for the worst. You're just, it's just, just in case. Yeah, and just it's just in case yeah. for anything. Yeah. Life happens. Now, I feel like mattress money is reserved for if this nigga start acting up money. I feel like as a grown woman, especially if you have children, yes, you have to always... I hate to hear these stories. You know how you hear the stories where a woman wanted to leave, but she was not financially independent enough to leave mm-hmm. her mate. For me, that's abuse. That's a form of financial abuse. When you're forcing someone to stay in a situation yeah. and controlling their movements yeah. and the way that they live their life, you only get one life. Yeah. And if I have to stay in a situation where I'm unhappy because I can't afford to leave, yeah. that's the issue. Yeah. That's an issue. So as a woman, I feel like you should always have mattress money. You oh. Like, it's your responsibility to take care of you and the offspring that you bring into this world. Yes. It's also the father's responsibility. Like, it's your husband's responsibility to provide, too. But if they drop the ball and they find a new bitch that they want to shack up with or whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if situations change, if things change, you have to be in a situation to make sure that you and your mental state are taken care of because if you're not mentally stable and you're not happy, your children can't be. Right. You're going to be raising them in a dysfunctional environment. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I feel like mattress money is important and I feel like that it has to be reserved for that purpose. I do. Yeah, I summed up my thoughts. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> now, I also feel like the plan yeah. B money needs to be like, you know, something that y'all saving exactly. together. That yeah. way, if he loses his job or you lose your job and yeah. financial, you know, strains come along, y'all can handle that together. But I just feel like just as a woman, like that's something that my grandmother told me years ago. Like when I was like 14 years old, she was preaching that to my mind. And as a young girl, you don't really get that. Mm-hmm. You're like, no, I'm right or die. I'm right. yeah, I love my man. Like you're just so you're looking through the to, at the world through a rose colored lens. Right. Uh, but when you as a grown ass woman, you just you learn a few things. You you live through some some days and you realize that no matter who you're with, I don't care if it's Jay-Z and Beyonce, like in her song, she said, me and Blue gonna be all right. right. Because she stacked that mattress money, nigga. It might not be under her mattress, 
but she's putting the work to make sure that she can support herself mm-hmm. if Jay-Z don't act right. And I feel like that's important. That's important to women's, women's independence. I feel like a lot of uh, men in the 50s held their women, their wives hostage. And they were um, forced to accept a lot of things because they couldn't take care of themselves. Yeah. And it wasn't working either yeah. back then. A lot of women were not in the workplace. Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah, I agree. Gotta have that mattress money. God, now, is mattress money equivalent to a prenup for a man asking for a prenup? No. No, that's well, I ain't married, but I'm just going to say that's different. So, <laughs> this is be your conversation, but I, I, I don't I think so. I say no because I feel like if my husband was rich and I wasn't, mm-hmm. I would understand why he wanted to protect his assets. Would you? I, I do. Because I would want to protect mine. Would if, you sign one? If the one? shoe was on the other foot, yes. If okay. the shoe was on the other foot and I was rich and I was, you know, and he was not. I would want to protect my assets in case he get on some bitter Betty shit if we break <laughs> up and try to take half of everything he didn't work for. Right. Now, um, I do believe, let's say from a woman's point of view, if your husband is rich and you're not, you signed a prenup, listen, he's giving you money. Put it, Put it up. Put yeah. some of it you up. Did, you yep. know what I'm saying? You didn't sign this prenup, so you know you only get yep. this Amount in the, mm-hmm. in, you know, in the case of divorce, unless there's some loophole that you can find. Right. Um, put it up. You don't need those pair of red bottoms. You don't need those yeah. Giuseppes. Yeah. Put that money up. Mm-hmm. You keep doing that. You know, he tell you to go buy a couple of shoes. You buy one pair. Mm-hmm. You put the money for the second pair away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when, when shit hits the fan, if it ever does, you straight. That's smart. That's very smart. Lord Jesus. I wish I did that. Right? I, don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I would ever sign a prenup. This is, I want to stop you, but I want to be rude. Uh-huh. <laughs> because the, my thing is, what if it's been some shit where y'all been down since forever and you made certain sacrifices to to help him get to that, that point in his, his life? Yeah. yeah. Nigga, that's mine too. I agree. Period. I agree. I sacrificed I a lot of shit too. If you was really in a, you know, yeah, shooting in the gym with him. You know like, what I'm saying? Right. Andrew Quay was for a prime example. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. That That's mine too. Yeah. Period. We're 50-50 in a yeah. bitch. Yeah. I wouldn't, um, I don't think I would sign a prenup. And I feel like I would be offended if a man ever asked me to sign a prenup. But what if you, what if, okay, say. I wouldn't require a man to sign a prenup. you were either. Ashley Antoinette. Okay. And Jaquavis was just Jaquavis from Flint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is Jaquavis from Flint. You know what I'm saying? But let's just say he wasn't Jaquavis Coleman. Okay. okay. New York Times bestselling okay. author. Put that tag yeah. on Flint. it. Put you know what I mean? Hashtag bitch. Right. <laughs> Producer. Editor. Whatever. <laughs> you know, all his titles say he was just Jaquavis from Flint. From okay. the block. And you were Ashley Antoinette, New York Times bestselling author. Mm-hmm. You ain't making him sign on prenup. I wouldn't. Girl, Cause I thought once you get married, you it, it's it's combined. It's it's as as, as one. As one. I, he won with you helping you writing them books. He so, wasn't. And so but he you he mess up. You divorce him, and you are gonna pay him spousal support. I would. Cause that's what's gonna happen. This is my thing. I feel like you have to vet the person that you are going to marry, almost as if they're running for the goddamn presidency of the United Dude, motherfucking I States. You. You're running you. for the the presidency of Ashley Antoinette, motherfucker. So <laughs> I'm going to vet this candidate. I'm you know what I mean? I, I know you People. don't agree. I know you don't agree. Here's why I don't agree, because you can never vet for scorn. You can. Because you don't see it. You can. You can't, you know, you in, in, the, in the beginning of the relationship, everything is amazing. And mm-hmm. if you agree to marry this man, <laughs> you've never seen this side of him. That's so true. Say you get, so say you get caught up in okay. some mess. And you get caught up messing with one of these 
actors out here. Mm-hmm. And he see that. Now he a man score his pride all hurt. And you don't for know how me, he's going to react uh, when that happens. For so, me, if I'm the, uh, especially if I'm the offending party, mm-hmm. I feel like he deserved that spousal support. Because I'm the one who broke up this agreement. I, ju- I'm, I mm-hmm. just believe in, in fairness. Like, and I'm going to make a dollar. I'm going to make a dollar regardless. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So me paying you what you owe don't take away from knowing money I'm going to get regardless. Because if we had stuck to our vows, when you take vows, you take them for life. Mm-hmm. But what if it's what if he cheat? If he cheats, I would still uh, pay him spousal support. I would. I, I I swear to God, I firmly believe in the play of fuck up. If I get got, I deserve to get got because I put myself in a position to get got. And I believe that from me getting you or you getting me. That means I didn't vet my candidate well enough. Mm-hmm. And I like in me telling you that I'm willing to take the loss. I'm willing to take that L. I'm a, I put that L on my score sheet. What did uh, what, we was in Orlando? What did they say? Look at the scoreboard. Like, <laughs> I'm willing to take that L. That means I didn't vet my nigga well enough. Mm-hmm. Like if he would get me and I'm not the one who did wrong, I didn't vet you well enough and I deserve to get got. I'm going to take that L. That's real. Nah, bro. Be like, <laughs> nah, bro. Nah, bro. And I'm the nice one. That shit is nice no, right there. That's not because nice. Listen, that's real. That's though. real. You that's some real shit. shit. Listen, it's real. Stupid <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> the real goddamn stupid. Real stupid. You wasn't with me shooting in the gym, and you fuck up, and you cheat on me, so you break that bond, and then I'm gonna pay you yeah. to break our bond. I Bruh, would. No, I would. No, thank you. I definitely would. But me, I would I would still keep the panic. Like, clearly, if I ever, like, I'm married, and my mate and I are fucking partners in everything. Like, it's not like he bringing shit to the table and I'm clinging on or I'm bringing shit to the table and he clinging on. Any nigga that I marry, mm-hmm. like, I'm married, so, but this is just hypothetical. Any nigga that I would potentially marry would have to bring something to the table. It would never be a position where I'm the breadwinner and he's not bringing shit to the table. So we all got assets we got to split. Let's sit down with our attorneys. I guarantee mine going to be a beast. And let's divide these assets. You might as well be fair because if you're not, I'm going to devour you. You know what I mean? Like, I would never take Joe Schmo from fucking... I don't know where. I don't even know where to get it. But if you love him, though, I'm not falling in love with a nigga that don't bring nothing to the table. That's a part of the package. Yeah, that's like, dumb. Now that is real stupid. That's real stupid. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not gonna fall in love yeah. with a nigga that don't bring shit to my table. Like I gotta eat. I, I like to eat. I like lobster and filet mignon. <laughs> like how the fuck okay. I'm gonna eat if I you like ain't bring shit to the table? Like <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like. That now that is the position I feel like women and men put themselves in when they choose a partner for the wrong reasons. Yes. Everything that look good for you, look yeah, good to you. Wait a minute, this wine working. Everything that <laughs> look good to you ain't good, good for you. Because let me tell you, like I've had a lot of people that I've dated that was good on paper, had money. You know, I can live that lifestyle. You know, mm-hmm. but I'm just like. Or no, like you right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you got money, but that's not what I'm. It just for. has to be a total yeah. package. I feel it's like men. Uh, are attracted to physical. But you have to look at the intellect, you have to look at the spirituality, you have to look at their morals, their values. Mm-hmm. If they're a real bitch like me and they're going to ride some shit out for you, like, you got to look at a total package. I and I feel like... <laughs> She's going, y'all. <laughs> but I feel like a a woman needs to look at the total package as well. We mm-hmm. are blinded by finances. You mm-hmm. need to look at his spirituality, the right. family that he came from. You need to look Especially at... Especially the family that he yeah. came from. Because when you marry him, you marry them. No, you... 
I would definitely look at. I finances. mean, I do, but that's that's not like a deal breaker. That's like I look at the like you said the background of the family, right. like how he is, and like I look at that. I can't. I can't. I finances can't. aren't a deal breaker for me. That's it's a deal breaker. Like you can't be broke. You can't no, be broke. You can't be yeah. like. Yeah. You don't gotta be rich though. Yeah. Right. No, yeah. You don't have to be rich. But, but you gotta be. You, so you gotta be hardworking. Put yeah. it like that yeah. because yeah. you can't. I just can't build with a nigga with no ambition. Yeah. You know what I mean? You like, you can't... Yeah. You just... I don't know. There's no future. If you have no ambition yeah. and you're satisfied with making $7 an hour mm-hmm. for the rest of your life, what the fuck you gonna do with a bitch like me? Mm-hmm. Goddamn nothing. Right. Nothing That's at all. Because you're Ashley Antoinette. I'm just Chloe Kane. Chloe Kane. I feel like there needs, no, there needs to be a standard for women. Yeah. Your man is supposed to take care of the household. Period. Yeah. Like, I just believe in that. They yeah. are supposed to take care of their family. And when you take on a wife, you you assume the responsibility of that woman. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. let me ask you this. In in a situation it. where the man is not the head of the household, can a marriage work? What what do you mean not the head? Like they don't make the most? Yeah. I don't I, I don't think hard. that that constitutes head of household, though. Okay. I feel like leadership constitutes head of household. Mm-hmm. You have to bring something to the table. Like you said, you can't be broke. You don't have to make more than me, though. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. You don't have to make more than me. It's effort. Yeah, yeah. You got to be trying. Yeah. Like I would rather have a businessman that got ten failed businesses than the man who's working for somebody else for six dollars an hour faithfully. Mm-hmm. Like I need that ambition because that makes me respect you. Like he trying to yeah. to better himself. He's trying to take a piece of this world and make it his own. Mm-hmm. Like I just respect bosses. Yeah. Because I'm a boss. So if I settle for someone who isn't that's never going to work because I'm not going to respect you. That's why the respect is so... I have so much respect for my husband because he is an entrepreneur and he's been that since day one. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It was never... It it has never been a situation where I can say he wanted to work for someone else. Ever. Okay. This was juicy, y'all. It was. This was juicy. It wasn't a part three to this question. To this question? They were going to it. No. Wait, no. I think we answered it all. The first one was, how long should you date before marriage? Mm-hmm. Four years. Don't listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> What's the acceptable amount of time to be in a relationship without an engagement? Four years. Don't oh, listen to God, them. My <laughs> <laughs> and after marriage, should a woman have mattress money? Oh, okay. okay. We, this yeah, was we didn't juicy. It was. I left my teeth up, y'all. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I went in. You did. You did. I just, I just feel strongly. You do. Is it this, this, this wine or no? It might be the wine. Maybe we need to turn up on wine a little bit more. Yeah, because that damn hard liquor. I'm pushing 30, baby. <laughs> she said I had nothing to eat. I haven't eaten. Oh, my God. Moral of the story, we're going to eat after this, okay? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but now it is time that we honor uh, one phenomenal woman who is doing uh, phenomenal things in the universe, emitting positive energy in the universe, and just being dope. We always do the Boss Bee of the Week. Um, do you guys know who Yara Shahidi is? I don't. No, she's, she's an actress, right? She's an actress. Like on, wait, on Blackish? On Blackish. Oh, yeah, I heard a clip of her song. talk. And that's why she's the boss bee of the week. She um, was so, like, circulating on social media. She was giving a speech and she was addressing how television shapes your perception of black people. Mm-hmm. Even from black people to how we perceive ourselves, from how mainstream. Audience, audiences perceive black people, but she was basically saying, if you see more characters on your television who are doctors and lawyers and uh, scientists and 
philosophers and, you know, just see the unstereotypical image of Black people, you will start to believe that. So when you go out to castings, it won't be so rare. You won't always have to audition for the ghetto girl role Mm -hmm. or the trap boy role because now it's believable that Black people can be these amazing things. Mm -hmm. And she's 16 years old. So when I heard the speech, I was like, she's so, I hate to use this word because it's so uh, trendy, Mm -hmm. but she's so woke. Yeah. You know what I mean? At 16, I wasn't that aware of yeah. things. Yeah. I was worried about boys boys and brands and right. you know what I mean? Like Having just superficial things. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but just superficial things. And she just gave such an eloquent speech. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to call her a girl because she's in that phase where she's becoming a young woman. Yeah. And I feel like we need youth like her. Okay. Absolutely. We need more youth to... Follow her example. Absolutely. She's her and Amanda. Oh, I can't, yeah. I'm going to butcher her last name, so I won't even say it. Um, uh, the, from the Hunger Games? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They should be, not necessarily put on a pedestal. They, but should, they should run should for be, president. They, girl, they you. should be the shining <laughs> example of of women, young ladies in the media and in, in the social atmosphere that our young girls look up to. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love me some Jocelyn Hernandez, but I'm a grown-ass woman. Mm-hmm. So I know the difference between yeah. her being an entertainment for me and me not trying to live her lifestyle. Yeah. Exactly. I don't want my my daughter to watch Jocelyn Hernandez. Yeah. I want my daughter to watch, you know, Yara. Yara? Is it Yara? I think it's uh, Yara Shahidi. Yara and Amanda. Yeah. Those are the girls I want. And Zendaya. I like Zendaya I like well. Zendaya, too. I want my daughter to watch those, and I think we should recognize them more. And yeah. We, we often don't. Even black media. We love us some Mimi Foss and some, mm-hmm. you know, some I Jocelyn and shit. some Cardi yeah. Me. And not yeah. saying that they don't have, inte- you know, intelligent conversations. It's just not what they're known for. I don't think we put a spotlight on our young ladies that are actually doing it enough. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited that we gave her the Boss B Award. Yeah, she's yeah. the she's Boss B dope. of the week. Yeah. Uh, and we hope that she continues to spread her young knowledge and grows into a beautiful and educated and influential young woman in, in society. We need you. We need more of you. Yes. And if she's doing that at 16, I can only imagine when what she'll be doing go. when she's a legit, grown, oh, yeah. mature woman. Oh, yeah. Mature woman. Oh, yeah. Yara yeah. Shahidi for president. I'm I'm for it. Because if it. Trump can run, she I was just going to say, like... <laughs> <laughs> women for president... Oh, Did y'all shit. see Hip Hop Honors where Common said Queen Latifah should run for president? No, and I love Common. That's bad. I, I didn't see that, but oh I don't God. support that. Oh, that I was good what? She's never going to win. We she have to put people in position that are going to win. Not just people we like. But they have to make the decision to put themselves in that position. That's you true. You can't just put them there. That's true. I feel like you'll see a Michelle election in about a good... What? It's, oh. it's four-year... It's four-year... What can't well, what the fuck four year presidencies? Yeah. Hillary will do too, and then you I think feel Hillary like, will do too. I think Hillary will do too, and I mm-hmm. think that there will be probably another two after her. I think after that, Michelle will run. You think Hillary gonna really be in that bitch for eight years? Though, yeah, yeah. I don't think so. You don't? I, I would have loved one term, and I didn't even. I, would, I respect the one term though. I, yeah. I didn't even enter politics, and I don't think she'll make it eight years. I would love to see Joe Biden there. I would too. I feel like he would have been a stronger candidate than Hillary. I like Sanders, too. I like Bernie, but he isn't strong enough. If he couldn't beat Hillary. I think there's a there's a multitude of reasons why he couldn't beat Hillary. Though. Explain. She's Bill Clinton's wife. We love We won't Uncle Bill back. We didn't do. I say this I last episode? Really, yeah. She, yeah. He didn't have... He was dead before he got yeah. in the race. You know yeah. what I mean? You have such a strong name. Even white people. We love Bill 
black people, but yeah. even white people think that Bill Clinton was a great president. He was a great president. And so yeah. when you have that big of a name behind you, it's hard. Yeah. That's hard to defeat. Even with scandal Hillary too. scandal, <laughs> you <laughs> still couldn't knock her off yeah. the block. You yeah. know what I mean? And, yeah. and she's gonna she's going to I like her. She's gonna get in because we hate Trump so much. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's it's kind of the lesser of two evils. Because I don't think Hillary is got it all together just yet. I don't think any one candidate has has it all together. And even when Hillary was just the first lady of the United States, she was nowhere near the uh, political figure that she is now. So imagine mm-hmm. if you give Michelle Obama that amount of time to get ready. Yeah. She Obama is going stays. to be a beast. Like, she is yeah. just... Oh. Yeah, she's gonna... We can just keep those Obamas. So these gas prices are going down, too, y'all. These what? Gas, gas prices. prices. That's <laughs> an election year. That's an election year. They always going down. Yeah, election you year. can't shoot them up. Shoot you them shoot them right up. up I'm not... not like, I'm going to burn the White House down. Don't shoot <laughs> up the gas prices during an election year. Yeah. yeah. You would need somebody to blame, and then it's like, who do you blame? Yeah. This was a juicy episode, y'all. It was. Like, I'm really proud. We had fun. We talked a lot of shit. This is fine. We talked shit, 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 yeah. shit. Yeah, on top of shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to come back with episode five. Uh, maybe we'll get a guess. You yeah. know what I think we should do? What? We should have Venus versus Mars. Bitch Cole versus the nigga. <gasps> Ooh. Let's get the men in here. That would be so dope. Let's annihilate them on that the is Yes. <laughs> for the world to hear. Yes. That's, let's, let's, get the, let's get the bays in here. I'm for it. My bae don't act right. He, he don't. He, he don't, don't act right. He, he don't. gonna get on this boy like, I can't be fake. Like, right. Let me just say this. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just put oh. this out there. Like, he just... We can't have no liquor flowing. Cause we need to have liquor flowing. He, gonna get he is going to get crunk. And then the other two just going to follow right up behind. Yes, they, gonna follow they like soon. a they little marching army. They, like, <laughs> they come so strong. Like, you know what? They a team, nigga. They, they are a team. They a team. They a team. Okay, we might, we might have to do that. That'll be fun. I have a few shout-outs before we sign up. All right, let's do it. Um, So I want to shout-out to uh, a couple of our listeners um, you guys, we read your comments when you comment on SoundCloud. Um, so I want to shout out to a few people that commented on, um, I think it was episode four or episode mm-hmm. three. Um, Jacqueline Warren, um, she said she's the president's wife. Fucking disrespectful. We were talking about Mo- Michelle Obama and how mm-hmm. they say things about her. Um, what you say said true. What you said about the peppers. We were talking about Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. So it might have been the first episode about how she had peppers in her bag and they have all these yeah. health benefits. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then finally, shout out to Miss Key. Um, I love you too, girl. Hey. And I want to give one last shout out. Um, those of you who have been listening to us since the beginning know that I am from Cleveland, Ohio. So I have to give the biggest shout out in the whole entire world to the 2016 NBA champions, the Cleveland Cavaliers. When they said we couldn't do it, we did it. And we are champions. The first, well, the first NBA championship ever and the first championship in 52 years. I could not be more proud of my city. Hey, 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 hey. I'm gonna go to State Fan, all right? Ah, so, you salty? We, oh, we, we salty. Fifty-two years to see this That's happen right. again. You absolutely shout will. out to the Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> 
Down 3-1, coming back to win in game seven. I am so proud of you guys. Uh, I was at the parade. Maria. Over a million people showed up. Rep- My, city was so lit. <laughs> My city was so lit. I'm so proud of you guys. I love you, Cleveland. And that's it. <laughs> Detroit 7, my bitch. <laughs> All right. And if you have, if you want to submit a bitch testament, uh, email bcoldpodcast at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram at Ashley Antoinette. Follow the official bitch cold page at bitch cold podcast. I'm at Novelista on Twitter. I feel like I need to uh, make all of those the same. I'm shouting out too much shit. Yeah. I know. Also, if you hashtag um, Bitch Call Podcast, we will repost you. We will. Yes. yes. Definitely. We definitely yes. will. Send, show us. We want to see that you support us, yeah. and we will support you in return. Yes. And what's your uh, Twitter handles? Anything y'all want to shout out? Or any? Yes. This is Chloe Kane. I am Bitch Cole underscore KC on Instagram. And this is your girl, V. I am Bitch Code underscore V. B-E-E. And then we have another host, co-host that isn't here today. I miss her. Uh, Tiff. What's her IG she handle? She is underscore. No, 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 no. Sorry, Tiff. She's bitch code oh. underscore Tiff. T-I-P-H. All right. And I think that's it. We got anything else? We love y'all. If you are, I don't remember what the fuck I said, but whether you're a rich bitch, broke bitch, ugly bitch, scratchy bitch, boss bitch, uh, petty bitch, uh, real bitch, educated bitch, Dumb any bitch. type of bitch, or can't wait for four years to get uh, married, married to your man, bitch. <laughs> or whether you one of those bitch ass niggas listening, you should be able to relate to the podcast. We're always going to be lit. We're always going to give you some juicy topics. I can't really even remember the script because I had too many glasses of wine, But you should enjoy the podcast, and we hope you tune in next week. All right, that's it. Bye. Bye. And we're out. It's the Bitch Cold Podcast.